Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now, here is Pastor Gary Culp with today's message. Well, good afternoon. The Lord bless you. What do we know for sure? God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Let's pray for souls. Father, we come to you in Jesus Christ's name. We are agreeing together for the eternal salvation of every boy and girl, man and woman, in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas, their past, present, future spouses, all the children they have now in the future and their family members, grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members, all great-grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members. By faith and agreement, we're sending the Holy Spirit to convict each person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus, we agree you're revealing yourself to each and every person, your incarnation, your perfect life, the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood, the revelation and understanding that by your stripes we were healed would come to every boy and girl, man and woman. And yes, Lord, they'd humble themselves before you, repent of their sins, receive you, Lord Jesus, as Savior and Lord, being gloriously born again from above. And Father, you'd get every person into a good Bible-believing, teaching church. They would then be baptized in water, receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Every Christian would become a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. We agree and command every demon-possessed, demonized, and captive person to be set free and all the sick to be healed from every sickness and every disease. And yes, Lord, your people to receive and to walk in financial abundance, prosperity, debt cancellation of their debts, the full blessing of Abraham, whom God blessed in all things. And we agree and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. But also, Father, we love the Jewish people so much. We pray for their salvation. We ask, Father, that the blinders and scales would be removed off their hearts and minds. They would see, Lord Jesus, that you are their Messiah and Savior and Lord, and would be born again from above. Also, Father, according to your word, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We agree, Father, with you that they have eternal covenant uh, to all the land of Canaan. So, Father, please restore all that land to the Jewish people. And Father God, you know the terrible things, Father, that Hamas and Hezbollah and their enemies are trying to do to destroy them. Father God, we agree, Father God, that you're going to destroy all the enemies of Israel. You will give them favor. You will give them the ability, Father God, to uh, root out all the terrorists and evil people and either stop them or kill them. And Father, again, that there will be peace in Israel, Father God. We love the Jewish people. We bless them. And Lord, protect them. And those who are wounded of theirs, please heal them. And Father, we agree that all the hostages are being released and safe. And Father, if necessary, send your holy angels to rescue all the hostages from all the different countries that have been taken care, taken uh, captive by these terrorists. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're getting ready to enter into a new year. Uh, the prophets have given us a lot of things to be prepared, and we need to be prepared for in these last days. So let's again continue to pray and agree against some things that the Lord has showed us that we need to pray against. Father God, we come to you in Jesus' name. Father, we pray against the digital currency that the Fed and Joe Biden, the 
Joe Biden and the uh, WEF are trying to roll out. Father, this is from the pit of hell. This is part of the one world government leading to the mark of the beast. So, Father, we come against it. We pray every plan they make will be sent into confusion and derision. They would fight among themselves. They would never be able to come into agreement. Father God, and we decree there will be no digital currency until after the rapture of the church. And we thank you for it right now. We believe we're going to be having our dollar bills in cash and be able to spend it and use it until you take us out of here. And we thank you for it also, Father. And again, Father, we decree, we command every virus or pestilence, man-made, that has been tried to be released into this country to die. We curse those viruses. We command them to dry up at the root. And we agree that no born-again believer will get any of these viruses or pestilences, Father God. And Father, you will not allow them ever again to trick us to wearing masks and try to get us to shelter. And, and, and Father, we know these things are lies and they're from the pit of hell, Father. So stop these great evil. We agree this is not going to happen ever in 2024. Also, Father, we ask you to secure our borders. Father, we thank you that through your servant, Chris Reed, you have revealed there's 12 sleeper cells in America to do evil. You revealed to your servant, David Cabal, that there are uh, terrorists in vans with bombs going to big cities and, 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 and with the mission of setting them all at once to bring terrorism and uh, fear to America. We thank you for the revelation of these things. And now, Father, we pray, whether, whether it be through uh, law enforcement or your angelic host, we decree those 12, 12 sleeper cells will not be able to do evil in America. Those terrorists who have the bombs in their vans will not be able to explode them. In fact, Father, we decree that every terrorist, every foreign soldier, every uh, prisoner who has come across the borders to do evil, Father, will be exposed, stopped, and driven out of this country, and if necessary, Lord, destroy them. And we thank you for it, Father God. Also, Father God, you, we, you've revealed that there is a, a danger about our water tables being contaminated. So, Father, please protect our water tables, protect the water in our wells and all the city water to be clean and pure. We pray, Father, for our food production plants to be safe. And, Father, we pray the farmers will have a great harvest this year and there'll be enough food not only to fill all America, but to send food around the world. And we agree for that right now. Also, Father God, we know there's, there's been threats against our electricity, our gas, our oil, our coal. Father God, we agree that you're not going to allow any wicked people to take these things out, to take any of the power stations or power grid. Lord, you're going to keep it safe. Again, whether it be through law enforcement or your angelic host, Father, you will not let, let these acts of terrorism come to place, and we thank you for it also in Jesus' name. Also, Father, we agree together and command there be no mRNA material put into our food, water, plants, and animals to try to kill us, destroy us, and maim us. We decree that's being stopped now and will never happen again in Jesus' name. And also, Father God, you know the terrible persecution that has come against your servant, Donald Trump, and his family, and against conservatives and Christians. And Father, we know really it's an attack against you, Father God, you, Lord Jesus, and you, Holy Spirit. We understand that. But Father God, we come to you. We declare, Lord, like you said in the book of Esther, we are your Mordecais. We decree you're going to continue to watch over us and protect this year. We're going to prosper in every way. We're going to be promoted. We declare we're the head and not the tail. We're above only 
only and not beneath. And Father, all the Hamans, and Father, you know who the Hamans are, as they would continue to try to harass us, persecute us, or even kill us. Not only would you not allow them to do this, Father God, but just like in the book of Esther, you would hang those Hamans in the very gallows that they prepared for us. And Father, we expect to see it, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. So, Father, we thank you for answering this prayer, and Lord, prepare our hearts for this 2024, Father God, and we agree, Father God, there is going to be no election fraud in 2024, and show us how to pray and what we can do to see that that's true, and we give you the glory now in Jesus' name, amen. Well, again, there's so many more things we could have prayed for, but we want to get into the Word of God and and just know that... Uh, there's good words for the Christians in 2024. We'll be giving you more. There's more people who have spoken, and thanks to Warren, my wife has a prophetic word, but we'll probably deal with that maybe next week. But again, as we're entering the end, we need to remind ourselves, and I need to tell you, Jesus Christ is coming very, very soon. Are you ready? Do you understand that everything is in place? Nothing else has to happen for the rapture to come forth. Again, look at the war over in Israel. Many people have already said we're already in World War III, and it's just going to expand and get greater and worse. And again, you know the threats that these godly prophets have are warning us about, which we're praying against. And, you know, by the grace of God, they won't happen. You know, it's kind of like this. Sometimes God reveals things to prophets, and boom, this is going to happen. And just prepare yourself and, and listen to the Lord and keep, keep safe. But other times, God reveals for things uh, so you can pray against it and it won't happen so praise god we're we're trying to do that amen we're interceding and standing in the gap and agreeing that many of those things won't have to happen and uh, again we want everyone to be born again go to heaven and be blessed amen okay well let's look in the book of revelation chapter 13 Revelation 13 talks about the two end-time rulers that are they're around right now, and very soon they're going to pop up on the scene. That's the Antichrist and the false prophet. Okay. Now, again, I believe the next event that's coming up is a rapture, the catching away of the saints. But immediately following that, or very quickly, though we need to say the commotion that will create in the world, but a ruler, a terrible, evil ruler will come forth whose name is the Antichrist, okay? And he will have a false prophet who is a religious leader getting people to follow this Antichrist also through false miracles and signs, which we'll look at. But I want you to understand, you know, some people are very mistaken and think we're in the tribulation now. No, okay. Let me tell you the first day of the tribulation and again more... I could just say people who I believe have great understanding is just the word of God says it. The first day of the tribulation is this, Daniel 9, 27, and he, Antichrist, shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, talking about the nation Israel. One week means seven years. And in the midst of the week, that means three and a half years into the tribulation, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation. And that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. 
So the first day of the tribulation is when the Antichrist and probably their great turmoil in the world, and he signs this covenant, uh, a covenant with Israel for seven years. And some believe that at that point they'll be able to build their temple. Remember, they're ready to do it right now, okay? And they'll be offering their sacrifices and do all those things. And, and again, they'll think for the first three and a half years, he's a wonderful guy. He's brought peace. Everything's going well. But then all of a sudden, something terrible happens. And we'll look at that as we get in now to Revelation 13. And as I stood upon the sand of the sea, I saw a beast rise up out of, the, out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. Remember, the Antichrist will declare he's God, and he'll blaspheme against the true God. Now, you know, a lot of people thought it was ten nations uh, talking about these ten horns. But I agree, and Jack back. Uh, Jack Van Impey, before he passed on, believe the Lord showed him too. It's not the ten horns, isn't ten nations, but it's ten regions. You know, years ago, the Club of Rome divided the world into ten nations. Ten nations that would have rulers over each one of them would, would be part of the end time plan. Well, they didn't know it. They were talking about the Bible. So the Antichrist will have ten kings that initially will line up with him. And these will be the ten leaders over the ten regions of the world. Okay? Do you understand that? Okay. Verse 2, And the beast which I saw was like a leopard, and his feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion, and the dragon, again the dragon is always Satan, gave him his power. His power comes from the devil. Do you understand that? And his throne and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as though it was wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. For the first three and a half years, it will seem that the Antichrist is kind of a good guy. There'll still be wars and things going on that are bad. Maybe part of the seal judgments have been taking place, but many people think he's a great guy. Well, the devil likes to mimic everything that Jesus does. So he will receive a deadly wound, appear to be dead. Maybe he really is dead, and then the Lord will allow the devil to raise him up supernaturally, and all the world will think, oh, this is the great man of God. Of course not. He's the great man of Satan, and he's filled with the devil. But that just shows you the deception, <laughs> even now, that's already in the world, but will be at that time. And notice what he'll demand. Verse 4, And they worship the dragon, Satan, who gave power unto the beast, that's Antichrist, and they worship the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war against him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. That's talking about the last three and a half years of the tribulation. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. Okay, he's totally anti-God, anti-Jesus, and he blasphemes God all the time. Kind of sounds like some people we know today, doesn't it? And it was given in him to make war with the saints. Now, again, even though the church has been taken up, People will still get saved, okay? And we'll explain why that's possible and will happen then in just a few minutes. 
But keep that in mind. It was given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given unto him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. Did you hear that? Worship the Antichrist, whose names are not written in the book of the life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. In other words, they weren't born again, so their names are not in the book of the life of the Lamb, okay? You need to get born again. Get your name in that book. It happens when you really repent of your sins, receive Jesus, and are gloriously born again from above, okay? If any man hath an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. Now I'm going to go ahead and figure, finish the chapter, and then we'll get back uh, uh, to about him making war with the saints. Verse 11, because we want to see the second individual that will be there. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb. Okay, he seems to be a good guy, and he spoke like a dragon. Oh, no. He's a devil guy. He's the second devil guy, okay? And he exercises all the power of the first beast before him and causes the earth. Okay, remember this? He is the one that's doing these miracles that are getting people who are deceived, who have rejected Jesus, to worship him. And he causes the earth and them that dwell on it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed, the Antichrist. So the the false prophet is the guy saying, yeah, he's God. You need to worship him. You need to take the mark of the beast. Of course, if you take this mark of the beast, we'll read that in just a minute, you are damned forever. Do you understand that? Okay. And he doeth great wonders. See, there's not only God miracles, there's devil miracles. You need to understand that. Remember back in Moses' day when he put down his, uh, down his uh, uh, staff and, 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 you know, it turned into a snake? Well, the, the, those false leaders could do many of those miracles that the Moses did, but not all of them. Okay. So the devil has certain demonic power, and he can give toys to his people temporarily to get them to serve him. And just ask ask some of the rock stars about that, okay. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Okay, he's able to do that through demonic power. And deceiveth them. That's the great thing that Jesus in Matthew 24, verse 3 and 4 said, the first thing that indicates the, the last days is great deception. And let me tell you, with fake news, fake media and everything, we are there. We are there. Isn't that sad? But that just shows Jesus is coming soon. Good news for all of us who are born again. And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had the power to do in the sight of the beast, Antichrist, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast that had the wound by the sword and did live. Okay. So the Antichrist has seemed to be a pretty good guy for three and a half years, especially from the Jewish perspective, because they built their temple, they're doing their sacrifices, they think everything is great. But oh no, in the middle of the tribulation, he receives that deadly wound. Probably It's probably at that time that Satan literally possesses him, and he goes into the temple, the Jewish temple, and says, I am God, worship me. 
And the Jews say, oh, no, he's not a good guy. He's the bad guy, and they flee. Okay, we can't take time to get into that right now. Okay, and with the false prophet's help, they put an image of the beast into the temple, and you worship him or else, and that's when the mark of the beast comes into fruition. And you know when you take that mark, you are signing your soul to the devil or to the Antichrist, the same thing in a sense. Okay, do you got that? Okay. And he, the false prophet, hath power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Okay. And, you know, with AI, artificial intelligence, that's here now. Do you understand that? They can make an image talk now through computers and AI. Do you understand? We're there for years. Scholars didn't, oh, that doesn't make sense. How can they do it? Well, yeah, there'll be demonic power in it too, but I'm just telling you, we have the technology to do that right now. Jesus is coming soon. Do you get the picture? Okay. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and enslaved, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. This is the mark of the beast. And that no man might buy or sell, and this is the middle of tribulation, right? Except he that hath the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. Six, six, six. Do you understand that? So if you take the mark of the beast, you'll know it'll be your choice. Now, if you don't take it, they'll just cut your head off. <laughs> you understand that you will die if you don't take the mark or you'll have to hide out and you won't be able to buy or sell. So, you know, unless God supernaturally protects you and he does protect some people, we'll get into that in just a minute. I mean, you're going to die. But let me prove to you that what happens if you do take the mark of the beast. Let's just go to the next chapter. Well, I can already tell this is going to be a two-part series. Okay. And the third angel followed him, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast, Antichrist, and his image. See, it's been put in the temple, middle of the tribulation. Remember that the temple's been built? They're ready to build it now. That's how close we are. And to receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same, those people who do this, shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented, those who take that mark, with fire and brimstone. You see, preachers didn't make that up. You understand that, don't you? With fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever. Heaven is forever and ever. Hell, torment is forever and ever. Give your life to Jesus today, okay? And they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. 
Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. So I'm telling you, take the mark of the beast. You're damned forever. You know, some people speculate, and this is just speculation, that literally when you take the mark of the beast, not only you're selling your soul to the devil, but literally will change your DNA where you're literally not human anymore. Do you understand that? Can I tell you they have the technology to do that right now? Jesus is coming soon. But, you know, we talked about uh, they're going to make war with the saints back in verse 7. Okay. And we'll take time and we won't be able to do it all. But even though the church has been taken out, there are three different groups that God raises up to tell people about Jesus and God that they can get saved. Number one, it's the two witnesses. We'll read that in just a minute. There's the 144,000 Jewish evangelists that have been sealed. And also angels, because see, the church is gone. Do you get it? We would do it if we were here. We're not going to be here. Angels preaching the everlasting gospel. Let's start out with the two witnesses. Let's go back to Revelation chapter 11. We'll start verse 3. And then again, this takes place during the first three and a half years of the tribulation. So see, we can't be in the tribulation without these two witnesses in Jerusalem doing miracles. That's why we know the church isn't here and it hasn't started yet. I'm just trying to help you, okay? Revelation 11:3, And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and threescore days clothed in sackcloth. That's 1,260 days, Okay. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands standing before the God of all the earth. Now, this is pretty awesome. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth and devoureth their enemies. And if any man will hurt them, he must in the same manner be killed. They have power to shut up heaven that it rain not in the days of their prophecy, and they have power over waters to turn them to blood and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. Oh, we'll get to watch this from heaven. This is awesome. God is using these two witnesses not only to get people saved, but to whack the bad guys. Remember, there's bad guys. Okay, all right. Verse 7, And when they had finished their testimony, the beast that ascendeth out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. Okay, once their three and a half years is over, God allows them to be killed. Okay. Some think it's Moses and Elijah. Other thinks it's Elijah and Enoch. We'll know one day. Okay. And their dead bodies, okay, this is, you're in the middle of the tribulation. And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which is spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. So we know we're talking about Jerusalem. And they of the peoples and kindreds and tongues and nations shall see their dead bodies three days and a half. Okay, how can everybody in the world see two dead bodies? You know now, satellites. Oh, now everyone in the world could see two dead bodies. Jesus is coming soon. Okay. And shall not permit their dead bodies to be put in the graves. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them and make merry and shall send gifts one to another because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt on the earth. 
So these people who hate God, they are thinking this is great. They are having parties. These guys who are tormenting us, we didn't want God, we don't want Jesus, and we're glad they're dead. Kind of sounds like some people today, doesn't it? And after three days and a half, the spirit of life from God entered into them. Oh, that's great. And they stood upon their feet, and great fear fell upon them who saw them. Okay, this is awesome. And they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them, Come up here. And they ascended up to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies beheld them. And there was the same hour was there a great earthquake, and a tenth part of the city fell, and the earthquake were slain of men, seven thousand, and the remnant were terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. Woo, did you hear that? So, trip, uh, Tribulation starts with the seven-year peace treaty with the Antichrist. He seems to be a pretty good guy. He's not. But even during these times, these two witnesses in Jerusalem are doing miracles, trying to get people saved and to know God. And many people will get saved. Not all for sure, but many will come to the Lord. Do you know Jesus? Are you ready to be raptured? If not, pray with me. Dear God, I see it. I believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again from the dead. I know I'm a sinner. I understand it's only the blood of Jesus that forgives my sin. Jesus, I'm coming to you. I repent of my sins. I receive you as my Savior and Lord. I give my life to you both now and forever. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. We'll finish next week. Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryCulp at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.